0: Well, if you want, uh, find your place in, in Joshua chapter 3. Joshua chapter 3, we've been talking about moving forward. You know, there, there are times in, in our lives where God is calling us to take a next step that He has for us. You know, it, it's not always that, that we have it mapped out, we have it planned, we know it. But, but God is calling us to move forward. And certainly now is one of those times in the life of new hope. You know, we're preparing to move to a new facility, but, but really it's about more than that. God is calling us to move forward to the next step that he has for us as a church family. To touch more lives for him in our own area and around the world. I mean, because if we lose focus on that, if we neglect that, we're kind of missing out, right? We might as well just pack up and go home. Because God's desire for us is, is that we as a body get to share with others the incredible gift that he's given us. You know, and it's very likely that while he's doing some of those things with us as a group, He's probably has some things that he's wanting to do in your life and in your family right now as well. We've been studying Joshua chapter 1 through 6, and, and uh, we've talked uh, so far about um, that idea of the beginning of a new day. You know, sometimes God speaks to us about a new direction He has for our lives. And He says, this is my plan for you, and He, he kind of lays it out before us. And then last time, last week, we talked about uh, this idea of getting ready to move, right, uh, there are there are some preparations that need to take place in our lives as well as uh, in our church family before we can take that step out and move forward. But today we're going to talk about stepping out in faith. Okay, we we've seen the plan. You know, uh, uh, we. We know that there's a new day ahead of us. Uh, we're getting ready to move. There's preparations in our, in our lives that, that we're making to step forward. But now is that action, that call to action. And we're going to look in Joshua chapter 3, verses 6-17, through 17, and, and uh, this idea of stepping out in faith. There comes a time in our, our lives when it's time to take that step of faith. Today we're going to look at what's involved with that. First, it's hearing God's direction. Hearing God's direction. Up until this point, it's obvious that God was speaking to them and, and preparing them for this. But what we find in, in these verses seems to be, okay, here's the wrap-up, here's the summary, here's the, before you go, before you break, let me give you the final details and then let's go on, get going. It's kind of like a camping trip. Okay, we've been planning and preparing for this time. As a family, and, and now get, get out the checklist, make sure we're we all on the same page, know what we're doing, and let's go. Let's get out of here. And before you and I can take any step of faith, we need to make sure that we've heard clearly from God. If we haven't heard clearly from Him, how are we going to move forward? Look at, look at how that happens in, in uh, Joshua chapter 3, beginning in verse 6 said, And Joshua spoke to the priests, saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and cross over ahead of the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went ahead of the people. Now the Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that uh, just as I have been with Moses, I shall be with you. You shall moreover command the priests who are carrying the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you come to the edge of the waters of the Jordan... You shall stand still in the Jordan. Then Joshua said to the sons of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will uh, assuredly dispose from before you the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Hivite, the Perizzite, the uh, Girgashite, the Amorite, and the Jebusite. Behold, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord uh, of all the earth is crossing over ahead of you into the Jordan. Now then, take for yourselves twelve men from the tribe of Israel, one from every uh, man for each tribe. The Lord was giving direction uh, through his, his servant Joshua, and, and the Lord even gave direction to Joshua himself, and then the Lord gave direction uh, to the people of Israel, let's. Uh, we're going to take a look at each one of those. First, Joshua, uh, the word of the Lord uh, from Joshua to the priests. He was saying, "Okay, now it, uh, you've you've already heard how this is going to work, but but now is your time. Go ahead, pick up the ark. Uh, you know, I we've told everybody that." That you need to be out in front. That you need to, with the Ark of the Covenant, go before the people because we haven't been this way before, and now it's time for you to do that. It took faith and courage for them to do that, but they obeyed the Lord. They did what what uh, was asked of them, and they took up that Ark, Ark of the Covenant and said, "I'm going to step forward. I've heard from the Lord." The Lord said to Joshua. Uh, That, you know, everyone had sensed that Joshua was God's man. That he was the one that was going to lead them forward. And, And the Lord had been preparing him for a while. Actually, in Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 28, even before Moses died, God was preparing Joshua for this moment in time. But this would be the moment when he actually did it. When Joshua would be shown as the man of God in a powerful way. And you know what? It took faith and courage for Joshua to do it. But he obeyed the Lord. And then you see that uh, Joshua, uh, as he shares the word of the Lord from, uh, to the people of Israel... You know, I, I imagine that they were wondering for three days. Uh, uh, last week we talked about that time where they, they just kind of prepared and got ready, and what must, must that have been like for them to be sitting for three days or gathering things together, or how, how was, uh, what was going through their minds. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure they had questions about, okay, we see the problem, right? We see the Jordan River. Now there's no bridge. You know, I, I can't swim that far. Uh, there's no boats that I see around how are we going to do this how is this going to happen and uh, you know God's word tells us that, that this is how it was going to happen that, that the, the priests were going to step into the water and God was going to take care of the rest and they must have thought no way now that would be, that'd be incredible they were being told what was uh, going to happen and, and what their responsibilities would be and that now it was time to move Remember, the, this uh, generation didn't see the Red Sea part. They didn't see uh, God's hand in a powerful way split that sea for the generation before. I mean, it's kind of like when you hear about God uh, doing something in, in someone else's life, maybe a friend or a coworker worker or someone else in church, and someone stands up and, and is told and testified and said, Wow, God is powerful, and, and you go, Yeah, but that's them, right? That hasn't happened to me. That won't happen to me. That's not where I am. It took courage and faith for them to step forward and obey. And you know, if it, if it takes courage and faith for the priests, and, and if it takes courage and faith for Joshua, and if it takes courage and faith for the people of Israel, what do you think it's going to take in your life? Courage and faith. Absolutely. So once again, uh, God declares to to his people, Hey, trust me. Uh, This is going to be difficult. This isn't going to be like, well, you know, no doubt. This is going to take a a step of courage. But you can trust me. They obeyed the Lord and began to move out. You know, sometimes people wonder, How much time should I take before I make that step of faith? Here's what what I want to say. There are plenty of time, uh, there, take plenty of time to find out what God is saying. You know, listen for His voice. If you're not sure, wait until He makes it clear. But you know what? There comes a time that, that if you're seeking Him, when you hear His voice clearly, and, and uh, that, uh, the time when you know that not stepping out would be disobedience, at that time that there's no more need for delay, he says, go ahead, step out. In Matthew chapter 14, verses 28 and 29, we see the example of Peter. As he says to the Lord, Lord, do you want me to step out onto this water? Call me. And Jesus says, come. And you know what he does? Peter, he's foolish enough to go ahead and do it. It took courage and faith for him to make that move. But he had heard clearly from God. So here's what you and I need to focus on. Not if I'm going to obey. Because if that's your question, then really we need to get that settled today. If your question is not dealing with, okay, Lord, when? If it's, well, I hear from you, but then maybe you need to just spend some time with the Lord and say, God, I need you. I need to be on the same page with you. Maybe I need to get serious about my relationship with you. But really what we need to be looking and asking is, what is God saying? So how do we determine that? You know, we, we can, can spend time in His Word. I mean, think about the incredible privilege that we have to look into His Word and to see the examples of of those who have gone before and and to hear from God Himself exactly uh, His story and and, uh, His design for our lives and our future, His advice. You know, we have the opportunity in prayer to communicate with Him him, and to hear from Him and allow God to speak into your life in that way. Another way is, is by getting wise counsel. You know, if, if you have an issue or if you have a difficulty or if you have something that, that, a decision that you need to make, maybe it's not even a bad decision. Maybe it's just, okay, Lord, what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? Where do I need to make this next step? Find somebody who maybe has been there before, who, is, who uh, God has helped them. Maybe, you, like I mentioned before, you heard that testimony of, of someone who, who said, man, God powerfully worked in my life. Maybe you should go to them and say, tell me more about that. How, how, does that, uh, how could God do that in my life? What does he want to say to me? Get wise counsel. You know, I, I think along with that is noticing how God is working all around you you know to to keep your eyes open for for how God is working what God is doing you know you, you hear about those who have made decisions for Christ and uh, man what an incredible way for us to to learn and to hear from God notice how he's working and you know what's incredible is that he will speak to you if you're listening yes. Jeremiah 29:13 I mean, if you say, well, I, I'm, I'm really not sure. Is that going to work? Is, you know what, What's going on? I, I, I want to seek after him. How do I have assurance that he's going to respond? He's going to make himself uh, clear, make his, uh, these decisions clear for me. Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen says, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. What an incredible promise that he's given us. Man, if, if you're seeking after me, if, if you want to know me with all of your heart, guess what? I'm not going to hide from you. I'm not going to try to disguise myself. I'm going to let you know these are the steps that you need to take. So when God is moving us forward, there, there comes a time to step out. And a key to that is hearing His direction. You know, it's, here are the final details. Here we go. Now it's time. But there, there's one more thing the, the Lord points out here, something that, that, <clears throat> that needs, we need to notice before we talk about actually taking those steps of faith. You know, if we're not careful, we can get lost in, in the details of life and, and even God's calling. Uh, you know, we, it gets mixed up together in, in the things that are going on in life. But here in Joshua chapter 3, the Lord reminds us that as you're stepping out in faith, don't miss the bigger picture of what God's doing in your life. It's important that that we understand the bigger purpose. Look at verse 10 in Joshua chapter 3. Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, Okay, He says, now this is the thing that's going to let you know, that's going to demonstrate that the living God is among you. What's, what's about to happen? What's about to happen at this Jordan River? This will show you. And that he will assuredly dispose from before you the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Hivite, the Perizzite, the Girgashite, the Amorite, and the Jebusite. You know, really, the only time I use the word dispose is when I'm thinking about garbage, right? Okay, I put, put the remnants in the disposal and it'll be taken aware of. It's like, it's, it's taken care of, it's gone. <coughs> Excuse me. And what God is saying is, don't worry about that. I'm going to show you, I'm going to demonstrate in such a way that, man, the things that you don't even know are ahead of you, I've already taken care of. You can trust me. It's the the bigger picture. He he says to them, I want you to know to experience me. I want you to see my powerful provision in in your life. I want you to trust me. And you know, as we walk with the Lord and, and as there's more history that we have with Him, that we see Him in these times of difficulty. We see Him come through. We see amazing things happen in our lives. And as He grows us, we can look forward to the future and say, you know what? He did it there. He can do it there, too. He can take care of it. And as we take steps of faith, we need to remember that, that this might be, this situation right in front of me, this Jordan River might be some small story in my life, in my walk with Him. You know, it's, at the time, I'm sure that, that the people of Israel, as they stood before the Jordan River, it was kind of all-consuming, right? It was, this is all there is in life. Man, if I could only get past this, then smooth sailing from here on out, right? It was everything. But really, in in light of the story of Israel, it's just a portion, just a picture of God's mighty power. A story that they can tell their children and their children's children, God did amazing things, and He's going to do amazing things in your life too. It's a part of what God is up to in our lives. So what does that mean? What are the implications for our lives? (coughs) Excuse me. You know, in in this life, we'll we'll fight challenges. We'll have hardships. You know, like that Jordan River, it's going to be pushing the banks of our lives, and we're going to say, what in the world is going on? How in the world am I going to make this decision? How can I step forward? How can I move on in my relationship with, with the Lord and, and in my everyday life? You know, someone said of the Jordan River that during most of the year it was about 100 feet wide. Now, <clears throat> probably some of the, the, the strong uh, Israelites who would want to, you know, puff out their chest would say, Hey, yeah, I can make it across. Probably not everybody else, but, you know, I, maybe I, I could do that. But, but at the spring, at the flood season, because of the, the spring rains and, and the melting of snow from uh, the mountains of Lebanon, the river had overflown its banks, and it was more than a mile wide. How, how many feet is in a mile? 5,280, right? It's a lot more than 100. 100. Right, and so what? What was this issue? What was this problem? Became astronomical. It became I can't. There's no way that I can do this on my own. And we would say, you know, couldn't we have come to this situation sooner, Or, or couldn't we have come later? You know, when maybe it wasn't as difficult, maybe it wasn't as wide, maybe maybe this decision wasn't as hard as as I you know I maybe thought it should be. I, I, can, I can maybe work through it on my own. We need to realize in those moments when that Jordan has expanded its bounds. When we face our biggest obstacles, our, our biggest giants, oh, thank you, we find that, that the Lord uh, will step up in a powerful way and will reveal Himself in a way that we thought was unbelievable and we grow the most in our relationship with him you know on September 27 uh, 2009 New Hope had our land uh, dedication service and if you were part of that service uh, you uh, you saw those giants that that were put up that were a representative of the the trials and the difficulties that we were going to face does anybody remember uh, any of them what what they were called Okay, yep. And fear, right? Courage, yep. Uh, The uh, fatigue part of that is in fatigue. Finances. Okay, so fear, failure, fatigue, and finances. Okay, those are those are wow. You know, at at the time of our land dedication service, we said, okay, these are things we're going to face. Some of them are a little far off, and they seem kind of you know, okay, yeah, we can rally around that, right? But, you know, at this moment, we are closer to those giants than we've ever been, right? We're, we're, we're close to crossing over that Jordan River, so to speak. We're, we're seeing this, this whole thing come together. And, I mean, fatigue only happens at the end, doesn't it? <laughs> right? And those giants are huge when we look up at them. And we go, wow, wow. What in the world were we thinking? You know what? We, we might not be very comfortable with that idea. That idea that, that these giants could, uh, are right there. But the key is that we have heard the voice of the Lord clearly. Isn't that true? says, so have, have you heard from me? me? Yes, Lord, we've heard from you clearly. We know what your desire is. We know the direction that you want us to go. Okay, then I want you to face these giants. I want you to step out in courage and in faith. And I will defeat them for you. I'll take care of them for you. I'll fight on your behalf. And you know what? When he does that, we grow in our relationship with Him. We, we see Him in, in, in uh, an increasing new light, and we say, wow, that's the God of the universe. Wow, He is fantastic. And the Lord declares, I am the Lord. I'm the one who's going to take care of it. Is it possible that, that God has led you to new hope right now? as we're facing our giants, and and maybe as you're facing your giants, because He wants you to know Him better than you ever have before. We're going to move on to to verse 14, and and, uh, finally there comes a time for taking that step of faith, or taking those steps of faith. You know, there's been a lot of anticipation, a lot of preparation, and, and even some final things that I want to say to you from the Lord. But there comes a time where you just need to get your game face on and say, let's do this. Let's get it done. Let's step forward. Has anybody uh, seen the movie Home Alone? I, As a kid, that was like one of my favorite movies because people told me I looked like Macaulay Culkin. So... uh I don't. I think that resemblance has gone away now. But, but uh, and, you know, uh, there's a line after this. This uh, time of preparation for him, as he's setting all these traps, as he's kind of uh, getting everything prepared, and he's getting ready to fight the bad guys. And he says, "This is it. Don't get scared now." It's like there's no turning back, right? All right, enough preparation. It's time to get this thing done. It's time to do this thing. It's time to step forward. And it's like that in our walk with God as well. There's a time to consider, a time to seek and pray and prepare. But there comes a time to do this thing, right? To finally take those steps of faith. Look at verse 14, verses 14 through 17. So when the people set out from their from their tents to cross the Jordan with the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And when those who carried the Ark came into the Jordan, and the feet of the priests carrying the Ark were dipped uh, in the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks all the days of the harvest, the waters which were flowing down from above stood and rose up in one heap a great distance away at Adam, the city which is uh, beside Zarethan. And those uh, which were flowing down toward the Sea of uh, Arabia, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off. So the people crossed opposite Jericho. And the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan, while all Israel crossed on dry ground, until all the nation had finished crossing the Jordan. It says that, that they began to move out. They began to take that step. And as soon as the priest's feet got wet, God stopped the water. Actually, he stopped it 15 to 20 miles upstream. And there was no flow from there all the way down to the Dead Sea, to the Salt Sea. And it had, I don't know if, I like these phrases that that we can kind of draw, uh, phrases that we maybe we use all the time that, you can see some of the origins of them. Uh, the phrase "get your feet wet," you know, when when you're trying something new and you just okay, step in, take that step. Here it is. The priest took that step into that water and watched God work. It says he crossed. They crossed over on dry ground. <laughs> you know. Sometimes. When we see an obstacle or a choice that we need to make, we say, wow, that is huge. But you know what God does? He not only stops the flow 15 to 20 miles upstream, but He also makes the ground that was soaked, that was saturated, that was impassable, He makes it dry ground. I mean, you can see the crackles, right? The the breaking of the, the bottom of... of that sea, that, that river, that place, as it was like concrete. It's kind of God showing off, you know? He's saying, man, trust me. Yeah, I can do amazing things. I can do beyond what you thought. I mean, even if somebody in that camp had thought, oh, wow, God's going to split the river. It's going to be amazing. This is like beyond that. This is like a step beyond what they could even imagine or think about. You know, I, I remember when we were praying about coming to New Hope, and, you know, it, it was fun and exciting, and, and you get caught up in all the details, and then you start loading the boxes on the truck, right? Then you, you look at the empty apartment, and, and you drive out of the driveway, and you think, what am I doing? <laughs> There's no turning back. There's, you're actually taking those steps. And maybe it's a lot like your wedding day. You know, that, that sense of anticipation, that sense of this is it. There's no turning back. I'm taking that step. Some people call it a leap, but... And you know, that, that's really how, how we've been feeling a little bit about lately uh, with New Hope's move. You know, oh, Wow. You know, we've been preparing for this forever. We, we've been working towards this for a, a while, and, but now it's happening, and it's exciting, but it's also a little bit scary, right? Yeah. And that's what it's like in our own lives as well. When we take that step forward, it's exciting, but it's also, okay, Lord, you can start working now. Someone said that faith, is not believing in spite of evidence, you know, blind faith, as some people call it, but it's obeying in spite of the consequences, in spite of the outcome. It's no matter what, Lord, I'm taking this step, and I'm going to let you handle the rest. That part's up to you. Someone else said that it's interesting to notice that when you read uh, Hebrews chapter 11, which It's called the great hall of faith. You discover that the people mentioned there all did something because they trusted, because they had faith in God. It wasn't, I have faith, so I'm going to stand still. It was, because I have faith, wow, I can step forward. Because I have faith, I can can, uh, do what God has called me to do. Real, true faith leads to action. Faith acts, it, it moves, it, it goes somewhere. Faith isn't just inside, it, it shows up somewhere on the outside. James chapter 2, verse 26, that faith without works, without action, is dead. It doesn't exist. <laughs> and, you know, so, some of us uh, might be all for this God thing, you know, in your head. It it makes sense. You like it. Uh, Maybe you're responding to it, but not so sure about living it out seriously. You know, maybe it'll give me some good tips on on how to live life, or, you know, it'll help me with my relationship with my kids, but, you know, that's about the value, the extent of the value that it has. And that probably means that you haven't uh, truly trusted God yet. That, that, uh, you know, that, there needs to be a step of faith. You'll know when when you can't help it. You have to follow him. You know, when others challenge you, or or even when you don't want to do it, you still take that step of faith. There comes a time when when we need to step out, and it's not to earn your faith, but it's uh, it's to give evidence of your faith, and that's a key distinction. I have trusted God and it shows up in my life. And when we make the decision to follow Him, you can't hide it. It affects every decision that we make. And I wonder tonight, is God calling you to step out in faith? Is He calling you in the difficulty or the circumstance or the question that you have in your life to say, okay, I'm going to step out? Are you hearing his voice, uh, that, that idea that this is what I have for you, this is, this is where we need to take that next step? You know, are you getting a, a, a bigger picture, uh, seeing the bigger purpose that he has for you? It's really, that bigger purpose that is, is that he wants to know you. And He wants you to know Him. He wants you to experience His provision, the incredible work that He does in our lives. And are you actually taking steps of faith? Are you trusting Him, taking Him at His word? You know, maybe, maybe I can challenge you tonight with, with this question. What have you done about God's call? What actual life steps have you taken outside of your head? That demonstrate, yes, Lord, I'm stepping forward. I'm taking a step of faith into this unknown, into this, this situation, and I need you to do a mighty thing. I need you to work. You know, it, it's not some spiritual exercise. It, it's not something that God is arbitrarily calling you to do. OK, I just want to make sure that you're on board with me. This is how God shows us the path to victorious living that we've been searching for, that we've been longing for with all of our being. You know, Maybe God is speaking to you about making a step. Maybe it's that step into, okay God, I'm going to trust you with my life. I had a debt I couldn't pay. You, You said that you'd take care of it. I need you to. I need you to step in. I need you to wash me clean. I need to have the forgiveness that only comes from you. Or maybe you're coming to a point in your life where, where you're saying, I need to make a decision. I need to hear from you. Lord, I, I have been hearing from you about this. I have been kind of preparing and, and waiting on you for a decision that I need to make in my life, for a, a direction that you would have for me, for moving forward. And Lord, today, I'm going to step out. I'm going to watch you do mighty works. Would you have the courage, would you have the faith to step out and do what He would ask you? Let's pray. Father, I thank You for Your Word. Lord, I thank You for the examples that You've given us. And the people of Israel, and in, in Joshua, and in the, in the priests who, Lord, stepped out with faith and courage said, Lord, we've heard from you and now we can have confidence that you are directing our steps, that we are moving forward together. And Lord, as we make that decision of faith, thank you that you're big enough to take care of the rest. Lord, and even the things that we don't even see yet, even the issues that... that aren't even on our radar, Lord, you're already there. You've been this way before. Lord, I pray that you would speak into our hearts and into our lives today. And as we hear from you, that we would step out in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.